The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Frickinson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I have my cream onions. I got my oyster stuffing. I got my burnt pumpkin pie. I'm ready for one (laughs) gross Thanksgiving meal. (laughs) What the fuck is oyster stuffing? It sounds fucking disturbing. It's it's stuffing, but with oyster meat in it. Who eats that? Is it like only people that are on like the Cape? (laughs) Probably. But I've also heard of like giblet stuffing and it's like I'd rather Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're supposed to throw that out. No. No, some people cook them. Giblets? Yeah, some people cook them and put them in the stuffing, and it's horrendous. No offense if you do that. But, um, <laughs> no offense I, if you do it, but it's fucking trash. <laughs> I would rather eat the oyster stuffing, and I don't like, I don't, I don't do clams, I don't do oysters, I don't really do shellfish, not because yeah. I'm not kosher. I just don't like to that me, sort of stuff. The only times I've ever had those types of foods, they've tasted like loogies, and like, Ew. it's just not for me. I don't understand how oysters are an aphrodisiac when it's just like little boogers in a shell. That's what I'm saying. I know. It's so I know. weird. No, but it sounds gross. It's like 
if you have an oyster, then you could get a pearl, and I'm all for pearls. Well, we which did we'll see get pearls. into. We'll get into. There's yes. so many pearls. Pearl discussion in this episode. Yes. Uh, Jess, we haven't like done a check in. How have you been? Good, good. Um, gearing up for another vacation. Every oh, a have, vacation, you every say? Every time we have this conversation. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you, none of the listeners will notice because we'll still have podcasts to put out. Um, but I am going on another vacation. We're going down to Florida, um, to go to some of the parks with my in laws. So, um, uh, all of the in laws. So, like, I don't know. Do you say in laws when it's like also your like yeah. sister in law? Yeah, and okay, all yeah. the in laws. Yeah. Um, so that should be fun. Um, I do want to so clarify busy. I'm not getting surgery this time. No, around. not this time. It's like every time that I this is a thing now, Sarah, where it's like every time I go on vacation and if you got a surgery, we'd have to have a serious discussion on like mm. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh not great. But I'm um I'm excited for you, I guess. I'm excited for um you to drink around epcot that's my plan honestly like drink and eat yeah. around epcot is like my brand so yeah yeah uh I if know. you see a 80 dollars spirit jersey i'm intrigued by that what the hell is a spirit jersey we've talked about spirit jerseys so many times what are you <sighs> talking about it's remind me again what they are and i'll remember it's just like an oversized shirt have we talked about this what do you mean an oversized yeah. shirt like it's just like um, it's just like an oversized. Is this shirt. like a Disney thing? No, uh, no, but Disney sh- Disney has spirit jerseys. Okay, I thought I was like specifically looking for something Disney related, and I got very confused. Well, they have like Disney related spirit jerseys. Yes. Okay, but I expensive. might be the only human who doesn't know. I mean, everything at Disney is expensive. But you know, what's the weirdest thing is, is that I've said to you. Oh, if we ever get merch, then I would love a baseball tee. And whenever I said that, your response was, "Oh, I would rather a spirit jersey." Wait, now have you I been have talking never out of your that. ass? Yes, you did. I don't yes, on a podcast because if it was on a podcast, in I writing. need the proof. In, 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 in writing. writing. All right, yeah. find it and, t- and send it to I'll me. And I'll I'll, you. Every single time when I was like, "Oh, I want a baseball like a baseball shirt," I didn't say I merch. just want a t-shirt. You said I would rather a spirit jersey. I, I'm going to Google what a spirit jersey is right now so I can see it for Which my own Which is so mind. weird that you forgot what it is when you specifically is. have. I think my brain is broken. So oh, so it, I see what it is. It's like yeah. literally just a long sleeve shirt that has words on the back. And the funny yeah. thing is, is when I Google it, the first couple that show up are Disneyland. Ones, oh, yeah. No, I'm not like, going to like, Disneyland. I'm going to Disney World, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. The Haunted Mansion. There's a lot of them. Wow. This is a big yeah. deal, apparently. Yeah, no, like, it, it It really is. Like, I have one that's a Texas A&M spirit jersey, <sighs> and they're very, very comfortable. That's the they thing. They like, comfortable. They're oversized, and they're comfortable. Oh, see, that's my brand. Okay, this I can get on board with. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Drew did say that my Texas A&M spirit jersey is his least favorite piece of clothing that I own. Because it's a and Because why? Uh, I think it's like very unsexy because of how big it is. And also I mean, it's like red, white, and blue. It's like very patriotic. I gotta be honest. A Texas A&M shirt is. I do zero things to like be sexy nowadays. I literally, so earlier I was wearing like, I have an oversized hoodie. Like I bought it specifically like a size up because I wanted the extra, you know, the mm-hmm. space, the coziness basically. 
Yeah. And I was about to start cooking and it's like a bit bulky for that. And I also didn't want to spill on it because I'm like a splatterer. And so I took it off. I literally cooked in pajama pants and a sports bra. And I've never been less sexy in my life. Actually, I feel as though if you're happened upon in just a sports bra and pajama pants, then that could be sexy. I suppose because it's I like theoretically the less, a sweatshirt. the less clothing you're wearing, yeah. the sexier you are because you're wearing yeah. less clothes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is yes. why I don't necessarily understand the concept of lingerie. But anyway, um, today we're talking Dawson's Creek season three, episode eight. Guess who's coming to dinner? It's a who's Thanksgiving episode. Dinner? Honestly, yeah. what is with our timing on these episodes? We just did Boy Meets World where we talked Thanksgiving and now we're yeah. doing Dawson's Creek and talking Impeccable. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we it's November. Timing. And it's November. We have great timing, people. Yeah. Only, uh, I don't know, 21 more days till Thanksgiving. We're almost That's there. not right. 20 days. 20 days know. till Thanksgiving. But yeah, so this is supposedly the end of the bad era of season three of Dawson's Creek. Right. So I thought like we we're going to just like throw the whole baby out with the bathwater with yeah. this episode. And it was just going to be like hell. It was fine. It was mild. It wasn't bad. It was very mild. Like I thought I was getting excited because I'm like anytime that we get a bunch of the characters in one room together, it tends to mm-hmm. be like pretty good. Right. Like we liked the Escape from Witch Island one, like that right. type of stuff. And it like didn't have the heat that I wanted it to. Um, it was fine. It had some spice. I think that enough. episode six is the last of the bad episodes. And I think Witch Island's a good episode. And I think this one's a decent episode. It's this not is, like yeah. exciting, but it's not yeah. like, it's not like hellish. It's not offensive. Yeah. It's not, I'm not offended. Yeah. And we were offended multiple times earlier in the season. So, so I think it was fine. So if I, I mean, if I were the person that was like, um, saying like what episodes are shitty in season three i would say like one to six yeah was like i would agree like i'm interested to see like what we get next episode as a result of like this being the turning point but let's let's start talking about this episode because um we're we're starting off at the store jen and pacey are like shopping together because apparently they're like married now yeah they're buddy buddy (laughs) for creamed onions and what in the hell is a creamed onion i've never heard of that before i felt like it was like is it like cream of onion soup because that was all i was thinking of um that would make more sense but i have no clue what creamed because at least cream of oh no is it cream of mushroom that you mix with with like casserole that's like a green but maybe you can sub you can sub it i'm not quite sure but um, Grams is throwing Thanksgiving for like all the misfits. Yeah, she's well, inviting all the strays, yeah. basically. All the, but also like families like the Learys and the yeah. Potters and like the church folks. So yeah, it's very interesting. But like you know yeah. what? Good hospitality, Grams. Good looking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jen has to go shopping, and Pacey apparently was like, "Oh, it's time to hook up." But Jen first had to shop for Thanksgiving, so they haven't gotten to hook up yet. Um, yeah. And apparently it's Jen's fault because anytime that they even like attempt to do some type of foreplay, apparently she just giggles. Very Which reminiscent. Which I think is so funny. It's, I think that's so endearing. Yeah. I think like it kind of makes sense because they've never had that type of relationship. So to go from like quasi friends, like were they mm-hmm. even real friends? Not really. Um, to some type of intimate relationship. 
I imagine like throws things off kilter a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I've never been to the situation where you're friends with somebody for a, a while or non-friends, whatever. We'll say friends for the sake of the conversation mm-hmm. and had that first transition into more. I've never had that, but I can imagine that it could be a little awkward. Yeah. It's like it's like because it's like we've never done this before and like yeah. I don't know, like I and I just thought that this running gag throughout it was really really cute and funny that like Jen just like bursts out in laughter whenever like he tries to be like sexy with her he yeah. tries to like touch her and she just like she laughs just giggles. in his face yeah. Um, yeah, she's so like oh it's gonna take hilarious. like time to get used to it yeah. Um, and they say like oh we'll find a moment later but PC says like no I have to go to my parents for Thanksgiving dinner like I'm not gonna be able to make it to Graham's because apparently his dad complains about dry turkey and like he asks who's going to Graham's and Jen knows he wants to know if Andy's going. Yeah. She, um, yeah. Pacey's definitely angling and she's like, don't worry. Like Andy declined. She's having dinner with Jack and her dad. Um, and I, I mean, I think that this is cute, too, because it's like, you know, she knows where he's coming from and he knows that he's very involved and Mm -hmm. they have a little hug and she smells good and like he puts like his nose in her hair and then she starts laughing again and he's like oh come on see to me this was like I feel like the move of like sniffing someone's hair reads very intimate to me like it's Mm -hmm. not something that you would do with a fuck buddy like in my opinion I don't know I mean I've never had well I think the thing is is that Pacey doesn't know how to be casual you're right he's a relationship guy yes um, so I think that, like, I mean, like, I, I assume that Jen has a little bit more experience. In Based on what we know about her, I'd say that's Well, correct. how she talks about herself. But then again, she's like 16. So how much casual sex can she possibly know of? Uh, I mean, Depends on how young know. she started, I suppose. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jen comes home with the groceries and she teases Grams and she's like, Sam, the deli guy was like thinking of you. Um, and Grams is trying to tell her something, but Jen keeps talking over her and, um, and, you know, isn't listening to what Grams said. And she goes up to her room and Grams is like talking about like, you know, it's Thanksgiving. It's about like breaking bread and having like people with differences coming together yeah everybody in the world knows that something is up except jen in this oh yeah yeah (laughs) i I knew her mom was coming of course first of all the name of the episode kind of gives it away and we all know well and we all know that the eve stuff is still unresolved with the mom stuff so it kind of made sense it was either going to be eve or her mom right so like we all knew um and of course she enters her room and there's her mom Yes. Um, Very exciting. I was very excited to see her mom. Weirdly enough, I don't think that this is the same mom that we saw in Eve's picture. Probably not. I don't know that I paid that much attention. Because in Eve's picture, her mom is blonde, and this is clearly in brunette, and obviously people can dye their hair, but... Like I remember continuity, you know. If I remember correctly, I feel as though Dawson was like, who's that blonde woman in the picture? And the fact that he said, like, blonde woman... Like, I was expecting 
a blonde woman. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I don't want to nitpick about hair color. I already no. did that enough in season one. I mean, in season two with Andy. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get into more stuff with Jen's mom later because, like, I have many thoughts on her. Um, But first, we're back at the Leary household and Mitch is watching football. Gail is cooking. And it's, like, very confusing. It's, like, they're kind of in, like, a weird back to season one, but, like, happy mode or something like they're acting Mm -hmm. like everything is normal um and the pies look like shit like these are straight up burnt burnt and And they're like oh this looks so good no they look like shit she's making oyster stuffing she's she says she's searching for apartments um but she asked Dawson if he minds if she stays in the guest room and he's like this all feels like oddly familiar like Dawson obviously doesn't really like this he very much wants to know like what is going on? Like, can we stop pretending everything is fine? Um, mm-hmm. Mitch want pie, wants pie. Gail says no. They're like bickering, but like flirty, teasing, bickering. I don't know. It's weird. Like overly friendly for the fact that they're not supposed to be friendly at all. Right. And right. I feel as though I'm a little confused why like Gail is not keeping the house um, when once again, like she was the breadwinner, like. And Mitch had know. an apartment. It doesn't make any sense because it was like, okay, Gail, the only reason Mitch was staying there was because Gail was in Philadelphia. Well, Gail's mm-hmm. not in at Philadelphia anymore. And like you said, I guess now Mitch maybe has the money with his teaching job or something. But like... To pay for the mortgage. You can't... But then does, what happened to his apartment? Maybe he just got rid of it or the lease he was up. But I'm also thinking it. like maybe they don't want the constant confusion for Dawson, right? So, like, Mitch is living there now. It would only confuse mm-hmm. him more or, like, upset him more if then Mitch moves out and Gil moves back in. It's like, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, we're playing fucking hot potato with the house. Yeah, but, like, Dawson's already upset because it feels very, like, Stepford wives yeah. in his house. he doesn't like it. He says they feel he no. feels like the Waltons and he's just, like, upset about this whole situation. So yeah. Gail sends him, sends him away. Mm-hmm. Um... You know what's weird? The fact that um, Bessie doesn't know how to cook anymore. Yeah. In that Girl, scene, you owned a fucking restaurant. Which was so weird. It was like, what do you mean? Like, they were talking about like, oh, if like mom was here, then she would be like having a cooking show. And yeah. it's like, we can't cook at all. It's like, then how did you Run a restaurant? like have a restaurant? Maybe, what you- well, Bodie was the head chef. But you're telling me that freaking Bessie Bodie. didn't learn anything from Bodie? First of all, where the fuck is he? We'll never know. Or their um, dad, who was literally a chef. Yeah, it makes no sense. Um, apparently, she left the gizzard bag in the bird, which is a big no-no. I'm p- pretty sure I did that once. Um, and yeah, it's just they're like happy to be able to go to Graham's. Um, and I feel like this is not the first time that we've heard this sentiment from Joey. And I don't know, like it feels like literally the same exact line that she said before where she's like, oh, the holidays make me feel like mom is just going to like walk through the door at any minute. And this like I feel like is not the first time she has said this line. Yeah, she said something similar, I think, when um, we had Abby's funeral and yes. I feel like she was saying, talking about how, you know, she doesn't want to go to the cemetery because a part of her just thinks that her mom's going to come home. Yes. And it's just like, 
I mean, I feel like obviously there's more than one time that would remind you of a deceased parent. It's not like there's only one. Um, But it is really sad to hear her say that. I imagine that the holidays are really like a tough time to go through if you've lost family members. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're happy that at least they're going to Graham's and like they're going to have a nice Thanksgiving dinner with everybody. Um, So now we know at least part of this guest list for Graham's big shindig. Um, and, uh, we are back in Dawson's room. He's wearing a new sweater. Um, apparently Gail ran into Helen Lindley, which is Jen's mom's name, Helen. Um, I think that they probably went to high school together because they're both from Cape Side. I think they so. They probably ran into similar circles. Well, even if they didn't, like, Graham's, they know her because Graham's lives next door They're neighbors. Like, yeah. 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 So, um... She's like, what do you think that means? Like, did you tell um, Jen about Eve? And he's like, no, like, I didn't. I didn't. I just didn't think it was my place. And Gail's like, well, I'm surprised you have that self-control, number one. But also, don't you think it's, like, too much of a coincidence that she just showed up? Like, don't you think that, like, you know, she's here for a reason? Uh, And Dawson's, like, not so sure. Um, Yeah. But... It is interesting timing. However, it is ultimately just a coincidence. And that's the thing is, I feel like, tell me if I'm wrong here. I feel like you would have thought, oh, Dawson called her, like got a hold of her and got her to come or something. (laughs) Well, Dawson has the audacity to make such a move. But I don't know if I thought that. I just thought maybe Eve found her already. But she didn't. Ah, okay. That's kind of what I was assuming. Yeah. That, like, but it oh, is maybe weird. It's like he, it's strange timing. I however. wish they had done it as not a coincidence. Like I wish they had done it as someone called her. Well, smarter writing, but yeah. we're I, I we're past we're, that by now. We're we're past that. <laughs> we're well past smart writing. Yeah. <laughs> so Jen is like moping, moping, moping in a funk, and Grams comes up to her and she's like. Why didn't you tell me that she was coming? And Graham was like, well, she literally just showed up. I didn't know she was coming. And her dad, she came, Helen came, because her dad is in Europe for business. And she didn't want to be alone for the holidays, I guess. But Jen, like, gives no shits about her dad in this episode. No, I love it. Zero shits about her dad. Like, she doesn't care that her dad's in Europe. She doesn't care that her dad doesn't want to see her. She doesn't care that they're like not have like she only it's so like I like they both kicked her out so why are you like you're both mad at them but like why do you really not care about your dad I think that she's just always had a poor relationship with her father I feel like based on the conversations she has later in the episode with her mom that like a lot of the decision making and the um disciplinary stuff came from her father while her mom like stood and watched and so she blames her mom for like not standing up for her not taking her side as opposed to her father who always seemed to be like to me probably more distant probably worked a lot so she probably didn't really have a tight relationship with him at all that's like what I gathered from the conversations it makes makes sense yeah it does um but yeah so Grams thinks that you know she's really pleased to see her she says you know and I really like this speech that Grams gives to Jen she says you're prepared to deal with the past you're prepared to face the problems that you have between you two um 
Jen says that she can't even look at her. And Graham says, you know what? There's just, there's too much to say. It's been, but it's been 14 months. So we know now, we now have a timeline for like how long Jen has been in Cape Side. 14 months. Because a like little a lot, over a year. A lot has happened in a year. Um, mm-hmm. And she says, you've been here this long and you've changed. You're not the same person. You've crossed a threshold. Um, and Jen thinks that she's more at like a crossroads. And Graham says she's confident that she will choose the right way. One foot in front of the other starting in that direction. And I, I just like that. Like I like this speech to from Graham's to Jen. I think like she's wrong. She's right. Like Jen has grown up a lot in the past 14 months. She's not the same person that arrived in Cape Side 14 months ago. Mm-hmm. And like I do think that. I don't know. I think you kind of have to let Jen decide when she's ready to be dealing with all of this. I don't think you can necessarily push someone into it, but maybe giving her a slight nudge in the right direction is is necessary, yeah. you know? But she's the most capable that, um, right now to deal with it than she has been. Exactly. She, um, when she first came, she was very vulnerable. She didn't know who she was. Then she had a period of time where she was in like a very volatile state and now she's come out from it um on the other side as a stronger woman who is finding herself and knows what she wants and has found her voice so you know six months ago she wouldn't have been able to handle her mom coming home but grams is like out of everything right now you're in the best state that you have ever been to deal with this challenge yeah and yeah it's very encouraging to hear that from grams who knows her best at At this this point point. she definitely does she is the one who's pulling for her the most um and i just like this moment because you can feel like i thought we developed a closeness (laughs) like you can feel (laughs) that they have developed a closeness like there is that like parent child or like elder you know what I mean type of type of vibe between them and I really love this because so many of my uh gripes about probably what last season with Jen and like even season one with Jen and Grams is like I the the amount that they fought about religion made me so uncomfortable that I really am loving just like this like uh, loving relationship that they have now I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. it and I gotta admit that like I'm this is like the best that we've seen of Jen honestly not this episode I just mean in general like season three Jen to me is Love the best her. Jen so Love far her. yeah I um, agree for as much as we don't she's, like some of the other stuff happening yeah she's she really is spectacular like the work yeah. that they did on her is great the Dawson's Creek PR team really did a good job this time. I'm really impressed by their work. They really turned Jen around. Um, So hopefully we just keep on going up with Jen. Um, And basically, Gramps says, you know, we can't stay down here all afternoon. People are arriving. And um, just remember, like, you're more like... Uh, to your mom then you know like I'm sure she's as nervous as you are yeah um so we're back at Grams's house Pacey is arriving and he runs into Jack and Andy and it's super awkward so awkward yeah we find out that apparently Jack and Andy's dad got stuck in Chicago and so they ended up at Grams um Andy brought an apple pie that she made and Pacey brought cranberry sauce in a can a classic a staple mm-hmm. um what are I, you bringing to dinner at Graham's I would probably volunteer for a dessert um mm-hmm. because I like the fact that with a dessert you can like 
pre-make it ahead of time and like bring it and it still tastes fine versus like either bringing something you have to prepare there or like worrying about something getting like dried out or whatever. Right. I feel or like reheated. Exactly. Reheated is always so stressful. I think a dessert is very low stress. What's your dessert? I would I would probably make an apple pie. Honestly, I've made like apple oh. pies, apple crumble, apple crisp. Like, oh, I've made these um, delicious. My mom always wants me to make them and they I like it's one of those things where they're really good, but they're so much work. Um, they're like apple cheesecake streusel bars. So it's oh. like a layered dessert. And you have like oh. a like a crumble at the bottom, and then yeah. you have like a cheesecake layer, and then you have like an apple layer that is kind of similar to like the filling of an apple pie, but it's just the apples. And mm-hmm. then you have like a a crunchy, crumbly, like um oat type of top. And then right. you're supposed to do caramel drizzle. I don't do the caramel drizzle. I think it's too sweet if you do the caramel drizzle. But they're mm-hmm. delicious. They're insanely unhealthy. The amount of butter in those is like fucking crazy. Yeah. But they're yeah. absolutely delicious. I believe it's like a originally it's like a Paula Deen recipe. If anybody wants to look it up. They're amazing. You probably can find other recipes. But um, very time consuming. But absolutely delicious. And the actual recipe makes a ton of them. Because you don't want like a huge chunk. Um, so it makes a ton. But that would be like what I would bring if I was trying to impress somebody. And I was going to somebody's house for like Thanksgiving. That's what I would mm-hmm. bring. What about you? Very nice. Um, I, in terms of like a meal meal, I make pretty good eggplant parm. Ooh, yum. Um, and then in terms of a dessert, I am, I have a, like a really, really good brownie recipe. Oh yeah. That, you've spoken of this before. Yeah. It's really good. Um, Drew, uh, once upon a time worked at a restaurant, like a five star restaurant. Yeah. And, uh, he borrowed this recipe. Oh, so it's shit. a really good recipe. It actually is a secret recipe. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good. Um, so that's kind of my specialty. Amazing. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's so freaking awkward. Um and you know, he asks Andy how she is, and she says she's fine, but then she gets like very like pissy about yeah, Pacey asking her because she's like why do you have to act like the nice guy? Like, why can't you just, like, stand strong in your convictions of being a jerk-off? And Pacey's like, I don't know what to say. I just asked you how you were. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I'll I'll leave. This is too weird. And then Andy's like, no, like, we'll leave. Like, yeah. we weren't even supposed to be here. And Jack, thank the First Lord. First sighting like, of Jack, by the way. Where the fuck <laughs> yeah, have you been, buddies? Yeah, where have you been? And he goes, you know, grow up and get over yourselves. I and, loved this yeah. from Jack. Yeah, like they're acting like children. If you can't like stay and just like enjoy and appreciate this meal, then you're being children. So the name of the holiday is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Be fucking thankful. (laughs) You have somewhere to go for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Yeah, I love this. I specifically love the line: "Get over yourselves already." Get over yourselves. Like it's so good. Is so good. Yeah. Um. So then everyone starts arriving: the Learys and the Potters, the Turk. The church, the church folk, um, and I don't know, Jen's on coat duty. I love this because this to me felt very real. That well, like, having to collect the coats. Yes, because whenever yeah. there was any type of thing at like my house growing up, it was like always one of the kids had to collect the coats, and you go and you throw them on a bed somewhere. Like it's always someone's bed, and then that you're you putting steal them on. your relatives' cash in the pockets. No, you don't do that. No. 
I'm joking. I've never done that before. Can you imagine if I admitted to it, though? Um, but so, yeah. yeah, that's how I got $40 in my Christmas money. <laughs> oh, mom, uh, Aunt Donna gave me $40. Look at this. Um, but yeah, so she's she's a coat woman duty. She's putting all the coats in her bedroom. And of course, she runs into her mom putting on makeup. Um, yeah, get out of the bedroom. Like, go to Gramps' room, like Jack's room. Listen. But it used to be her room. This is all a ploy because she's like, oh, we can share the mirror. Oh, can you help zip me up? Bitch, that zipper was not down that far. We all know you could reach your fucking arm back or get yeah. someone else to do it. But no, she just like obviously is doing a terrible job at attempting to like patch things up with Jen, but not really having like a real conversation. Yeah. Because all she says, she's like, oh, you're getting so beautiful. That's like you saw her like a few months ago. What are you talking about? Yeah. But she, oh, you're you're so beautiful. Do you remember when you used to watch me in the mirror when you were little? And Jen's like, yeah, I studied your every move. And this is when her mom decides this is the perfect opportunity to give her um, a, a tradition that's been passed on. Yes. And it's a pearl necklace. The family pearls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jen does not accept this gift. She says she has nowhere to wear them. Maybe if she wore them or if she still lives at home, um, meaning New York, then she would have somewhere to wear them. But not in Cape Side, um, which I, I find Interesting. I feel like it. I, I feel like in reality, she just didn't want to accept this. Oh, this is completely just like a dig. Mom. Because, yeah, I'm sorry. If it, I don't give a shit, like if you get like a nice gift like that, like who cares if you have nowhere to wear them? Like you're taking them. Well, I mean, the argument is, is that you have to wear pearls uh, because they lose your luster if you don't wear them, which is actually partially true because the oils um, from your skin shine pearls like that's like yeah so like that's like if you don't wear pearls they do get dull because like i said the the oils from your interesting see i thought this was a complete myth because no i used to have i'm i really like pearls and i have a pearl ring and they were always they always say to me don't wear it daily because it's soft it's like not like a diamond that's very hard Pearls well, yeah, are like really a, soft, so if you yeah, bang them into po- things, they, exactly. Like you're not going to be able to like, you know, like wear wear and tear. But like you should wear pearls because like if not, they can they can dull. And, like yeah, um yeah. And uh, is it is it Jen that says like oh they're like people keep them close and then she like leaves like obviously making yeah, a dig I guess, at like, her mom. I guess they're like people in that regard. You should keep them close to your skin. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, like if you don't nurture and spend time with somebody, then they the relationship dies yeah. out. Oh, apparently. maybe take a fucking hint, mom. Give me a call every once in a while. <laughs> I mean, that's literally all she wants, sadly. Yeah. Um, Dawson and Joey ask if they can help and Graham said you can pray and Dawson's like um, anything in <laughs> particular specific. I love <laughs> that question from Dawson like he's so genuine too he's like oh and he like because most times when people ask you to pray for them they don't mean like specific things <laughs> usually it's like oh keep me in your heart keep me in your thoughts keep me in your prayers like you, you know, know people not say Dawson that. Dawson's like Dawson's okay like, oh, like what specifically do I have to say though <laughs> Yeah, like actually give me proper instructions so they can like yeah. literally pray for you. I was says, almost general waiting. prayer will be fine. I was waiting for him to like get on his knees immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, like okay, what falls to the knees and be like, please let this 
um, pie not taste like burnt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please, God, let no one say talk about my mom's burnt pumpkin pies and shitty oyster stuffing. Amen. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, and then yeah. then we Jen have comes in. Yeah, she's like in a huff. She's, she's having a tough time. Um, yeah. And Jen says that you know she they're having a failure to communicate. Um, she said that she had, had no idea she was coming. It was a huge surprise, gorilla style. I love that <laughs> that phrase. Um, and Dawson asks if she has any news on the home front. And Dawson said, no, you know, she didn't ask me to come back. And Dawson is so like, oh, my God, he's so obvious. Yeah, he's like angling like, oh, because like we know that he's waiting to hear if Helen brought up Eve. And but Jen has no clue what he's talking about. So it's very obvious to us that that's what he's angling for. And Jen has like no idea what he's talking about. Um, And then we get... And she's like, yeah, like, you know, she must have a lot to tell you. So it's like, come like, oh, on, Dawson, stop being so fucking obvious. You're not playing coy. You're being so well, obvious. He yeah, she but she's still she has no idea what well, she's, she's talking she's about. She's like preoccupied. So yeah. so she says, um, you know, like she her mom, like ever since she was 13, like they haven't had a great relationship. They're basically right. like strangers. And then Joey kind of gets into her like feels and she goes, you know, all strangers. We're all strangers to our parents. They love us, but they don't know us. And sometimes before we get a chance to know them, they're gone. And she's like, um, and like then you can't ask them all the things that you want to know about life or like what they were like when they were young. And then Jen feels bad because she realizes and they've had this conversation before. Yeah, this is what I was going to ask. Like, is this I don't want to ask, like, is this OK for Joey to do? Because however you're feeling like your feelings are valid. Right. But like, is this the right moment to say something like this to Jen? Um. I feel as though different people will have different opinions. I personally, as a person that lost their parent yeah. young, I don't really talk like this. Um, but I think that there's plenty of people that deal with grieving in their own way. And this is their way to relate to people. But I don't live my life preaching how other people feel. Yeah, that's the thing that I don't like about this from Joey is just like not like just because like your parent is gone doesn't mean Jen should necessarily forgive and forget like stuff with her mom. Like even though it depends on the stuff. I'm on like both sides of it though. Like I have a parent that passed away when I was young and I have a parent that I've had um, a relationship that's has been more of a struggle. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, you know, I think that for a lot of people, I think that for people that are very close to their parents, it's hard for them to be like, um, for them not to be like, but they're your parents. Exactly. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter if they're yeah. like, to, in their eyes, it doesn't matter if the parents are toxic because they have such a good relationship that they can't imagine yeah. living their life without having their parents or talking to your parents. Yeah. Like, some people, and like, I'm so happy for anybody that has a relationship with their parents like that because, like, you're lucky that you don't know the feeling. Like, sometimes it might be easier just to not talk to your parent at all like I'm happy that you don't feel that feeling however like for some people it's so toxic that it it's 
it's more damaging to you to have that person in your life. So I, as somebody that can totally see like both sides of this argument. Yeah, you've had the Joey experience and the Jen experience. I just think that it depends on a person by person basis and we should all have forgiveness and patience when dealing with either side yeah. of this argument. I completely agree cuz to me Joey came off like a little preachy here mm-hmm. and like if I'm Jen and I'm struggling and I, again I don't I don't really have like any experience with either side of this but like if I'm Jen and I'm struggling with like my relationship with my parent because of like and it, because my parent has done what I perceive to be wrong things for me to me whatever the last thing I want to hear is, well, you only have one and I don't have I don't have any right now, like type of thing. Like that's not really what I want to hear. It's frustrating because I've had people say that to, to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and it's it's frustrating because they're um, all you want is somebody to validate how you're feeling. Yeah. And they're doing the, the opposite. opposite. Ex- that's how I felt, too, because I just wanted someone to be like. Jen, how are you? It's okay if you're not okay. And you don't have to talk to your mom if you don't want Mm -hmm. to. And I don't feel like anybody really said that to her. I feel like every single person was pushing for her to talk to her mom. And I mean, and this is like also I feel like a very 90s thing where like your blood is your blood and that's it. And I just Mm -hmm. think like nowadays, like yes, you still have family and family is important, but it's it can be your chosen family. It doesn't have to be the family you're born with. And I think that's like the very big difference between now and, and back then. And yeah. I just wish there was somebody who approached Jen who said, listen, if you don't want to talk to your mom today, like you don't have to. Like that is completely your choice. She yeah. bombarded you with her presence, didn't warn you. You had no time pre- to prepare, to mentally prepare, emotionally prepare. It's okay if you don't want to mm-hmm. talk to her. I will say that I feel like if we saw a conversation between Jack and her, I feel like Jack would have given that that's to her. What I, that's the other thing is, where is Jack? Like, I wanted him to be the one to, like, yeah. have a moment with Jen. Like, they're such yeah. good friends now. Where was yes. he? I don't know. And I think that, in a way, Pacey did do that. Because he, he validated how she was feeling about that her mom is he a knows. hypocrite. He knows how it is so, with his own exactly. father. So I feel as a, um. <sighs> I mean, you're asking the person that, like, basically had the perfect family for 16 years of his life and the person that lost both of her parents in one way or another. Yeah. So it's like you're kind of going to, like, Jen, actually, no, I take it back. Like, Jen did not ask. This is this was unsolicited no, advice. No, all unsolicited advice. From yeah. Joey and Dawson. Exactly. But, like, those are, like, the two worst people of your friend group to go yeah. to for that I sort think of the advice. move is Jack or Pacey because Pacey yeah. has experience with a real shitty father and we don't really know much about his mother and we know Jack's dad and and all the problems he's had with him so like yeah. I feel like those are the people you have the conversation with again not that she approached them looking for no. advice no Joey just like yeah, yeah. But she says that you know your mom came all this way the least you can do is give her a chance to say what she needs to say yeah she says uh, she came here to talk to you and be with you and you owe her that much which like I do disagree with I don't think she owes her anything um because in my opinion Jen's mom essentially gave up on her and like how must that feel and when Jen wanted to come home her mom said no like well if you said no to me I can say no to you you know that's that's kind of how I feel about it but um but so Dawson approaches uh Jen's mom and introduces himself 
talking about putting your nose where it doesn't belong. Yeah. Uh, uh, so she. So weird. She, he goes, um, you know, like Jen's like a really good friend of mine. We used to date. Um, and tell me if I'm out of line, but there is something that I need to talk to you about. And he goes and says, um, you know, a girl was passing through Cape Side and she was given up for adoption. And she's and um, Helen's like, what does this have to do with me? And she's like, well, she had your picture. And the questions that Helen asks are, where is she? Is she still around? And if Jen knows. And the answer to that is No. And um, she says, you know, like, but who's to stop Eve from coming back and telling Jen? Like, I feel like it's your place to tell Jen. Right. And then Helen's like, well, this is the part where um, you've crossed the line and you're you're out of line. So this is another awkward conversation. Yeah. I uh, (laughs) this is. So annoying. Jen's mom's like, <laughs> what, oh, this Dawson is. Or from Helen. I mean, honestly, kind of a little bit of both, but like mostly Helen. Cause she's just like, oh, this is a personal issue. Um, this girl is gone now. And Dawson says, like, there's nothing to prevent her from coming back. Um, and it would be better for the information to come from you than to come from mm-hmm. Eve. Yes. So this is where I think that I think that Dawson gave his opinion. And pushed. I think that he should have stuck with facts. There's a girl that came into town. She had your picture. Yeah. She is probably going to come back and talk to Jen. And it's up to you to make this right and talk to Jen. Now, and that's it. Like, stick to the facts. Yeah. Um, And he could have been like, Eve is kind of fucking crazy. And she will come and ruin yeah. everybody's life. Yeah. And, and that's it. But he shouldn't be like... Getting on his soapbox and be like, well, I, my family, I know about, like, dirty secrets because yeah. my family is, like, had secrets and it ruined everything. Like, he, that's where, like, it's like Dawson, no, like, come on, No, but I dude. agree. Stick to the facts and push her to tell Jen, which he does, he does t- push her to tell Jen. But just, I hate, th- I hate what, what Helen says more than what I hate Dawson says because she's, he says, I don't want to see Jen get hurt. And she says, neither do I. Bitch, what you're doing is gonna hurt Jen. Like, you've mm-hmm. already hurt Jen. You're going to well, hurt Helen, her even more. Helen clearly sucks ass. She's like, the she's, worst. She's, like, very, like, uppity. She she's very self-centered and self-serving. Very self Yeah, like, she doesn't, like, I obviously she doesn't really, like, think about her family. So, I I mean, uh, like, we obviously, she kind of sucks. Um is she though the worst parent? I don't know. She's like down there. Gosh, but, like, we could do a whole parent ranking and the have parent shitty rankings all the parents again. <laughs> yeah, we've done that before. We could do it again because there's even yeah. more shitty parents now. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah. So uh, weird conversation. Helen is like very. I don't know. I don't like. We don't get the sense that she's going to do the right thing after this conversation. No, no, we, it's weird how it all uh, shakes out. But yeah, we don't get the feeling that she's even going to tell Jen anything. Um, And then we have Andy and Joey having a conversation. um, And Joey tells Andy, you know, don't worry, it will get easier being in the same room with him. I know it's difficult now. And this is kind of interspersed with Pacey and Jack having a similar conversation um, where Pacey asks, does Andy ask about me? 
Um, and, uh, and I love Jack saying, oh, she hates you every other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very real conversations from Jack. Yeah. Um, and Joey's message is like, I know what you're going through. Like, I know it's like there's dark nights, but like in time you'll find peace. And Andy says, I wish I could believe you, but I'm so uncomfortable in my own skin that, I have to keep busy or else I'm just going to think about how badly I'm hurt and how badly I hurt him. Right. Um, and then Jack is like, you broke my sister's heart. Uh, so he's get, kind of getting on uh, Pacey's case and she, he goes, well, she broke mine. And then then he goes like, well, then at least she'll know how much pain she's in. Yeah. Um, and then Andy asks if Pacey talks about her. And this is interesting. Joey says, no. Um, he really uh, holds that close to his heart, his feelings about you, because it's really precious to him. Um, because yeah. Andy can see that they've gotten close lately. Right, because Joey and Pacey are hanging out a bit more than they used to. And so obviously she's wondering, like, well, does he divulge anything to you? But, like, it makes sense that, like, Pacey's not going to have those conversations with Joey as much because it hurts mm. too much. It hurts too much for him to well, talk about it. Well, it hurts too much. And why are you going to talk about your old boo with your potential new boo? Yeah, but they're not there yet. Um, he's still asking about Andy all the time, right? Like, he, it, it comes up often that he's he's wondering how Andy is doing. Um, right. Did you find it absolutely unbelievable that they had outdoor Thanksgiving in fucking New England? Okay, so like, what? I mean, like, what's the weather like right now? It's fucking right? cold. It's like fifty degrees out, and yeah, I don't live like on the coast. Forty six. Yeah, it is on the coast. It's really cold. What the fuck? The wind off that fucking creek, bitch. No, yeah. thank you. Wait, you know what you're gonna need? You're gonna need how, um, hand warmers. Yeah. Put some fucking tables together inside. The fuck? Maybe it's like a really like unseasonably warm November. Well, they're all wearing winter coats outside for dinner. It's like shit. Yeah. Like, why'd you take anybody's <laughs> coat if you're going to have to fucking yeah. hand them back out they for outside need heaters out there. Um, so they all go around and say what they're thankful for. Um, Dawson says great food and the opportunity to gather with friends and family. Pacey says uh, the ladies of the Ryan brood for outstanding meal and peace. He won't get it home. Andy says Mrs. Ryan for her kindness and last minute welcome. Friends, all of you have helped me. I really thought this was sweet. All of you have helped me in so many ways you'll never know. Without you, I'd be lost. This feels Very like nice. season two, Andy. Like the one yeah. tiny pebble of season yeah. two, Andy. Andy, I mean, Andy, Andy is pretty normal in this episode yeah i mean for the most part yeah um jack says uh the kind of people who take strays into their life it doesn't matter whether your family just that you have a home that was like really sweet too mm -hmm. um joey says people we love who aren't with us today for whatever reason just because they aren't here doesn't mean we love them less and jen says second chances the opportunity to rebuild bridges broken rebound beyond repair and that's when her mom gets up and leaves yeah. Um, have you ever been to a Thanksgiving dinner where you go around and talk about what you're thankful for? Because this is the second um, TV yeah. show that we've watched this week where this has been a thing. I've never done this. It always happens on television, but like I feel yeah. like it doesn't happen in real life. If you if you do, if you're someone who does this, please let us know because I'm very curious. Um, I maybe I'm trying to think maybe once at like a Friendsgiving. Mm -hmm. I did. Would you implement it into your Thanksgiving no. meal this year? No. No. Okay. Why? Okay. Would you? 
No, I mean, it's just Drew and I. Like, what am I going to say? Like, Drew, I'm thankful to you. He'd be like, no. Sarah, I'm thankful for you. It's like, what's the point? I just, I don't know. I feel like, I guess it's like your opportunity to, like, speak up and say what you're thankful for. My family is just not mushy by any means. Like, we're not emotional. Right. We don't communicate in that way. Um, So, no. Yeah, what's it like to have rocks for hearts? Um, Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> heavy is the burden heavy. that is our emotions <laughs> yes. um so jen follows her mom and uh her mom says that sending her to live with her grandmother was the right thing she calls jen lucky because she's been searching for friends like that her whole life well maybe if you weren't such a bitch you would find them <laughs> exactly um and jen says i'm glad you feel better but they're not family um, this past year has been anything but easy for me. I've stumbled and picked myself up over and over with no safety you net. This is hundred percent true. Hundred percent, very true, yeah. very that. Um, her and she says, and her mom's like, I should have been there. Um, but, um, and Jen says, what did I do that was so bad? What was so wrong? And her mom says nothing. And then what? And then her mom, I guess, goes into some sort of explanation that we. Sadly, do not get to see. Um, I guess like it's all information that we already know. However, I would have liked to hear from her words, like yeah, why she felt like this was the right move, and like how this has to do with Eve and all of this. But we don't get to see it. No, I whatever. It's kind of annoying. Like I kind of understand why because like we already know the story, so like why tell us again? But like. I don't know. I I mean, like, I want to, like, know logistics. Like, when did it happen? Exactly. Like, we don't know like, really what did how, she do. we do? know how old Eve is? I Does forget. Graham know? Like, no, we don't know. Well, we do we know, know that Eve is, like, not in high school because she said it was, like, 20-something years ago. So we know that much, I think. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> Ew. Eve is, like, 20-something years old and she's been prowling around saying. Dawson. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, because she said she's kept this secret for over 20 years, which means that she's at least 20. Oh. Or at least 19. Maybe she's 21. Regardless, it's gross. Um, Um, Okay, so yeah. Then we have Mitch and Gail, and they're having like a good little time together at a table just for two. chuckling and giggling. and And Dawson joins, and Gail's like, I'm proud of your shitty speech. It was very good. And then Dawson is like, why is everybody acting so happy? You're acting like a sitcom. I want to throw up my oyster stuffing and not just because it's disgusting as a concept. <laughs> and she she goes, are you, he goes, are you trying to be friends again? Are you trying to be more? And what's going on with you two? And they're like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, we, they're like, we... We 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 were, we were just vibing. I don't yeah, know. I Mitch don't, says like, it's not it, simple, and yeah. Dawson's like, "Oh, it never is with you two. Um yeah. And uh, oh yeah, he says that he doesn't want to get caught in the middle again. Yeah, and he wants to know what's going on. He wants honesty, and that's when tell like, he me sits right down. now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and once again, we don't get to see what they said. No, we get to hear the after effects, which is like, why? why? Are we doing this? I want to see freaking Mitch being like, "Yeah, like the divorce papers are final. I'm a free man now." Yes, I want to see Dawson being a whiny bee when they tell him, yeah. but we don't get I to see to, it. I want to see his little stupid tears start forming in his Same. stupid little eyes. Same. Um, So Jen is told that Jen's mom did the same thing she did, but actually got pregnant. 
Um, and Jen can't believe her mom never told her about this. She says it was a shameful secret. I've had to keep the secret for over 20 years. Um, and Jen says that she thinks her mom was afraid of her dad finding out about her indiscretion. Um, and she says she wishes her mom would for once take her side over her father's. Mm-hmm. And Jen's mom, this is so ridiculous. Jen's mom says she wasn't prepared to end up alone. Um, and Jen says yeah. she'd rather be alone than in a lo- pathetic, loveless marriage. So my question is, this is, I'm assuming Eve is not Jen's father's kid. Okay, I got that. But then did she cheat on Jen's father? I don't think so. Or was I it think, before? I think it was before she met it was him. Before I'm assuming she was a teenager and it was before she met him and that it would have looked really bad for her to have ever been pregnant before. I think it happened when she yeah, when when she went off to college. Yeah. Because I don't think Grams knows. So I think that when she went off to college, right. she got pregnant. You don't think Grams like the, helped? Well, I mean, she probably would have been like, You need to keep it. I don't think Graham's knows. Maybe not. Um, and then, yeah. So then she met um, what's her face's dad. Mr. And Lindley, maybe she, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mr. Lindley. And then she had to be like a pure like debutante woman. Yeah. Um, and if he found out that she was like a quote unquote, like, like she had had a baby out of wedlock, basically. Then she he she wouldn't have been like uh, a good a good wife in his eyes. So I guess that's what we're talking about. And then then like we like yeah. And then we like go like we turn left. And then this turns into like you're in a loveless marriage. Like I don't know how really we got to from A to B, but whatever. The storytelling in this episode leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, I think it's I mostly like, like oh well, if if Dad loved you, he wouldn't care or care. he would be it's okay like, with or it. Or if you loved him, then you would what be comfortable him. telling him. Yeah. And she says sure. that her mom is the most, I love this line, you're the most intensely selfish person I've ever known. You can't even cry. You're numb and you're grateful for it. The day you're alone, you'll have to look inside yourself and found out find out what I've known all for a long time. There's nothing there. That is Boom. some a deep cut. Roasted. Yeah, that is a big roast. And then, you know, mic drop, she leaves. Everybody leaves mid-conversation in the show. Nobody can have, like, a finalized conversation. No. But, like, Like, how do you... There's no, like, okay, talk to you later, bye. Like, everybody has a storm (laughs) I'm storming away now. Um, Yeah. There's nothing in there. I'm going to go now. (laughs) But, like, this is is legit, like, woofers. Um, But, you know what? Like, I don't think she's wrong. That's the thing. No, she's not. She's not wrong. Like, her mom's heartless, and she doesn't give a damn. Um, Just like baby Alexander does not care. He's freezing coals because he's left outside and he's crying his face Get this baby extra coats. Yeah, baby Alexander is over Thanksgiving. He says, I don't like Thanksgiving anymore. And Bessie is like, it's time to go home, but you stay, Joey. Um, Dawson comes around and he announces that the divorce is final and they're finished as a family. <laughs> and this whole thing was so stupid. She's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, you know, uh, I really let them have it. I, I love this. Both I let the them eyes. have it. Like I Dawson did have you really? Because in reality, no. what Dawson yeah. says to him is probably like, oh, but mom, but dad. Like, he doesn't <laughs> let anybody have anything. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I let them have it. I looked them both in the eye and I said, congratulations. Ooh, that showed burn. them. 
Uh, and she goes, good for you, Dawson. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. He says, after a year of, um, after a year, any decision is a good decision. Uh, plus, the homes we ever, the only homes we ever have are the ones we make ourselves. Sure, Dawson. What are you talking about? Uh, and then he's like, let's cut loose tonight. Let's act like teenagers. We're teenagers. I got some points right there, didn't I, Jessica? Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, We're just sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And that's the funny thing. Or and then, uh, or they could sit here and have a mind-blowing three-hour conversation. It's like, can somebody cut loose and have some fucking fun around here? You're teenagers. Yeah. You're on the fucking creek. Get drunk and have some fun. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, I mean, it's Thanksgiving. If you're not going into the bourbon, then what are you doing, right? Ugh. I, mean, I don't drink bourbon. But I'm assuming that's what you <laughs> do. I don't drink bourbon either. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, it doesn't... Have fun. Just do something. Do anything. Mm-hmm. Have some yeah, fun. Yeah, the day before Thanksgiving is, like, apparently, like, the drunkest day of the year. The day before Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, because, like, everybody comes home for Thanksgiving break, and then they go out to bars before Thanksgiving. Interesting. Yep. Um, So Pacey is leaving, but before that, Jen drags Pacey to a private area, and she's like... Sex in the gardening shed. (laughs) And Pacey's very hesitant. (gasps) I thought it was because I thought that Andy was going to catch them. Does Jen, like, really love gardens? Because we, like, she, like, did a whole thing with Henry... Out by the fucking greenhouse. So she just likes to get it on near greenhouses she and gardens and shit. She is, you know, um, instead of, in, like, you know, like, bestiality, she's into botanyality. Botanyality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, these flowers really get me going. Yeah. These flowers yeah, are these- so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's my gen impression. Um, <laughs> sexy flowers. Yeah. The flowers. Anyway. Yeah, so they're, they go out to the gardening shed, um, and she says, don't you like getting dirty? And Pacey's like, I can't do this right now. Like, what's going on? I need to go. I need to go to my house. Um, he, she says, no emotional oh. foreplay. Yes. Uh, anger is sex. Yes. I and mean, he says, whoa. yes. Anger, anger, is, anger sex. is sex. What the Ang- fuck? Angry sex is emotional. Exactly. That's what I meant. Um, and he asks what happened with her mom. She says nothing. Uh, like mother, like daughter. I'm not the only girl who can't say no. I would be like, what are you talking about? But like apparently Pacey like can crack codes. Well, like no. Da Vinci code. Dawson told him. Remember? Dawson told, Dawson. told Pacey about uh, Eve and all that and like her mom. When did that happen? As soon as Dawson found out. I'm pretty sure he told ba- uh, Pacey, right? I don't think so. No? I don't remember that. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I'll I don't it think. I, I I'm pretty positive he, he kept it to himself. Maybe not. But so yeah. when it's like Pacey would be like, oh, the witch island. I'm going to, I know this deep secret, but I'm going to make out with you instead. I mean, maybe. No way. Um, no way. No, he did not tell Pacey. Um, so... And she goes, I wish I never knew. And then he goes, for what it's worth, as a guy who's gone through it himself, what happens to you is a defining moment. What happened to you is a defining moment when you come to see your parents and he adds human beings with their own problems. It's oddly liberating. Was I not just talking about this a few episodes ago? Yeah, I think I was. You were. You predicted the future. Look at you go. Yeah. Uh, when you realize they're more messed up than you and it's not worth your time or energy to go uh, despising them for it. 
Um, I agree. I think that it is very liberating when you find out that you're, or you figure out, or you learn that your parents are just humans. Yeah, They're not I think like, I think it can hit you things. in a few different ways, though. I yeah. think, like, if you have a really good relationship with your parents, I think that's a really hard pill to swallow to, like, realize mm. that they don't have all the answers and that they're not just, like, magicians that, like, they can go through hard things, too. And not only that, but, like, they're not perfect. They don't say all the right things all the time. Um, they Maybe you can look up to them and see them as, like, mentors, but there are probably some things that you shouldn't copy from them. Um, and so I think I think one of two ways that in that way. I think as a parent, you learn a lot from your children. And as a child, obviously, you learn a lot from your parents. And I think it's a mutual learning process. Yeah. And I think but I think some parents don't view it that way. I think some parents view it as like, listen to me. I know everything. Um, like I feel well, like Jack and Andy's dad is like a, that, you know. Yeah, probably. If I ever become a parent, then I'm going to know that there's a lot for me to learn. Yeah. From my child. Any good parent would be like that, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, they, they're hugging and she's crying and all that. And then we see this scene. Oh, my fucking God. This scene. Jen's That's mom is fun. leaving. Oh, by the way, did you notice that Jen's mom legit put on the pearls afterwards? Yes. She's like, oh, you don't want them? I'm going to wear them she's then. Like, Bye. Off, they're mine now, yeah. bitch. <laughs> my pearls. <laughs> um, Jen's mom is leaving and Jen comes out and she's like, I feel like... Um, I've like caused enough problems for today. Yeah, she and then yes, yeah, so Jen says that she won't tell her dad about it. It's your marriage and your life. Um, Jen's mom says she deserves it. I deserve everything that happens to me. Um, and she tells Jen not to marry a cold man. And Jen's like, "Why don't you just divorce him?" I don't understand. She's like, "I can't." Um, she says she can't be a woman who gets divorced. She would just disappear. Um, apparently, her whole big issue is she'd like miss out on fucking social events. Oh my fucking so god. So she's okay, so okay, so she's like a society woman, Ugh. right? Like she's a New York Manhattan socialite. Yeah, and she doesn't have a job, but what she is is that she's a wife and she has charity events and she has like a social calendar and I I imagine her like a real housewife of New York. Like if she didn't have these events and these charity events and these functions, then what would she have? And it's something that she doesn't want to face she doesn't want to face that um she doesn't have any like career prospects or you know uh, uh you know prospects within herself well, and so, i think she'd probably be shunned in her social circle as right, well for getting a divorce right because that like her husband is the rich one exactly so, and so um, she yeah so she's jen says oh i thought that you hated me but it turns out you really just like hate yourself um she says yeah. if i would have realized that earlier this year it would have been much easier for wow. me wow. um and her mom apologizes yeah. yeah and jen's mom says she's already strong uh, jen is already stronger than she ever was and jen says call me sometime and like i don't understand how this is how this this like resolve well she just realizes that you know she didn't realize that it wasn't all about her and that's a freeing feeling yeah, when you stop like, putting the blame on yourself then it's it's freeing not everything is forgiven but at least they can start rebuilding if she her mom makes the effort will her mom make the effort Oh, absolutely not. But I don't what think I don't so. understand is like how Jen still has respect 
for her, right? She even said, she's like, you're the most selfish person I know. Like, you're so self-centered. You're so numb at this point. You're in a loveless marriage. How do you respect anything your mom is saying to want to, like, continue a relationship with her or grow Maybe one? she realizes that her mom needs her more than she needs her mom. Maybe, but it's just, to me, this, like, the way it resolved didn't make sense. Like, I don't. I understand we went from A to B, but, like, what happened in between, I don't really understand. I just think, like, they they, they rushed it. I feel like right. to have Jen Should have been, like, mom, a two-episode arc. That's how I feel. I feel like yeah. if you're going to have this, like, we need or more time. Or a three-episode arc. Jen yeah. needs more time to, like, filter and process and understand everything, probably mm-hmm. before she's comfortable being like, call me. Like, it just felt very sudden and right. odd. I don't know. I did not right. like it. Well, I mean, if you think about it, so, like, Grams comes out and Grams kind of, like, hugs her. And mm-hmm. it's, like, she's realized at this point the thing that she's looking for as in, like, a mother is not her mom anymore. It's Grams. So when you discover that, like, that bucket is filled. You have that person that you can, like, go to as a mom. Like, yeah. her Grams is more like her mom. Like, her mom's, like, pathetic. Like, she probably yeah. thinks of her mom as, like, you know, like, a sad person. And in a way, she's strong. She is definitely stronger than her mom. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, Grams asked if she's okay. She said, yes, she'll be fine. She turns and sees her friends are all around a fire. Pacey comes back. And he, he got to the door of his house and realized, like, nope, can't do it. I'm leaving. Yeah. Turns around. That was very um, funny. Yeah, he's like, I would rather, instead of spending time with family that thinks I'm an idiot, I'd rather spend time with friends who think I'm an idiot. And, um, you know, they, they she thanks him for coming and she apologizes for trying to push him at the wrong time. And he says, you know, don't apologize. It's not every day, believe it or not, that a beautiful woman throws herself at me. Um, and she's like, well, it took like a, you know, a lot out of a 16 year old boy to not. And, um, fine. It's fine. Like, you know, we got to like think about this relationship or this like, you know, friendship. Got to take yeah. it with a grain of salt. I don't really know. Yeah. And then we get like all the creep creeps are finally together. We haven't seen yes. them reunited in a while. And Pacey sits mm-hmm. next to Andy. Jen calls it a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. And Joey says they'll find a way to be estranged again in no time. I'm sure they will, Joey. Um, and Dawson says it's an honor and a privilege to have them to turn to when his parents let him down. Cheers. And a weird thing. I what know. a weird thing to say. I know. And they're all around the fire. And for once, they're all together again. Like, it's been a hot minute since this happened. Um, this episode was, like, extremely meh to me. <laughs> like, I don't care for the, the Jen and her mom mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I don't really care for the... I like the friendship Jen and Pacey stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, like... It's all very meh to me. I don't know. I didn't really enjoy it that much. I'm really happy I think to it be was, through this part of the I season. think it was fine. I think it was. I, I think that I'm glad that I finally got to meet Jen's mom. I think yeah. that that was fulfilling for me. Um, and kind of like a check off the bucket list. Um, yeah. The Dawson's Creek bucket list. And I thought that... Um, I mean, now Gail and Mitch are officially divorced. That's another check off the Dawson's Creek bucket list. I think that this episode kept things moving along a little. And I think that it was 
I don't know. Just like a holiday episode. You never really get that much substance in a holiday episode, do you? I mean, I suppose. But it, I don't know. It just felt off. I don't really know what to say besides All that. Right. She um, says no. Yeah. Um, It was fine. I mean, we're, so we're past. We are done with episode eight. We have, quote unquote, moved past the rough part of Dawson's Creek season three. Right. We've made it on the other side. Yes. And how are you? Are you exhausted? No, I mean, I think we went through some really rough episodes, some episodes that were, first of all, difficult to talk about and like uh-huh. difficult to cover in ways because it's like, I don't agree with the, sh- the way the show went with things, how they resolved yes. things, how they left yes. things completely unresolved on certain uh, storylines. Yep. Yes. Not my cup of tea. Um, But you know what? We made it through it. We're past it. I'm happy to move on to the next portion of season three. But before we mm-hmm. do that, um, we're going to get into, we're going to update you on our character rankings um, because we are, we, we decided instead of doing it halfway through the season, we're going to do it now because we are this is like that chunk that everyone talks about so we kind of want to give an update on our character rankings here first um we're gonna obviously do feedback and then fashion hour but first let's go to a quick ad break and we will be right back when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply all right, we are back. Um, let's let's do our character rankings here, Sarah. Let me refresh mm-hmm. the listeners' memories from our end of season two character rankings. Ah, this yes. was how we felt end of season two. Sarah, Ooh, this is yeah. gonna it's gonna be brutal, be painful. Yeah, Sarah's rankings were Andy, Pacey, Dawson, Abby, Joe, Abby, <laughs> Joey, Jack, and Jen. And mine were very similar. Uh, Andy, Pacey, Abby, Dawson, Joey, Jack, Jen. Um, mm-hmm. Would you like to give the listeners yours first? Uh, yeah. And this is, once again, not how I feel, like, overall about, like, characters. I always talk about how, like, you know, there's some people that I, I love as characters themselves. But this is, like, how I feel about how they're doing in the and where we're at. Okay. So this season, um, as of season three, episode eight, my rankings are Jen number one, Jack, Pacey, Dawson, Joey, and then Andy. Um, for very obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, I think that it was extremely rough on Andy. Um, I think that the show really used her as a punching bag. I think that they didn't let Andy do her Andyisms, which we yeah. saw like flashes of, but I'm um, not totally. Lincoln, it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Joey has been mad this season. Like she's not like bad like she was last season, but she's not like the star of the show. Yeah. Um, Dawson has been mild. I mean, he hasn't been super annoying. Um, as he was season one, Pacey's fine. Like I, I'm not. I don't love a lot of the stuff that he does with Andy. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Jack and Jen friendship has been the thing that I feel like the first, the 
the best thing to come out of the first eight episodes of season three is the Jack and Jen friendship. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, so my and true love, I love true love and true love. My updated updated rankings are uh, Jen, Pacey, Jack, Dawson. Joey and then Andy very, very similar. similar to yours I struggled my the biggest struggle I had was where to put Jack simply because I really loved him in the first couple episodes and then he was noticeably absent for That's a while true. and so I, I might move him actually below Dawson just because at least Dawson is around more it's really hard to like yeah I'm gonna move him below Dawson so Jen Pacey Dawson Jack Joey Andy I really love that, that I agree sense. with you the Jen and Jack stuff is great it's just where where was where has he been um yeah. Pacey I mean Pacey is one of the more consistent characters for me in that after we got through the Tamara stuff he's pretty much been up 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 since right he's been like consistently good yeah Andy we don't really need to speak too much on it again this is not this mm-hmm. is what the writers have done to Andy Andy yeah. as a person and who we know the character to be is wonderful but the way that they bashed her obviously we have to take into account and Joey mm-hmm. has kind of been like nothing I don't really know like I don't have strong feelings on her this season because we just haven't seen a ton like I didn't really like the whole thing with Dawson and like the premiere and all that I've liked her interactions Mm -hmm. with Pacey but at the same time she's been a very inconsistent character from who we knew last season Mm -hmm. um yeah my favorite part of and um of Pacey excuse me my favorite part of Joey is how she interacted with Andy um, yeah. pre-Rob and post-Rob. Yeah. During, like, or during Rob and post-Rob. Her friendship with Andy, yeah. um, although it seems maybe it's out of left field, has been my favorite parts of Joey. But she is, you know, it's it's just, it's the fact that she's a good person and she goes above and beyond what is, com- like, on her, like, what she's responsible for. Um, yeah. It's also to nice to see her make other friends besides Dawson. That too. Yeah, that's fair so. enough too. Um, so we'll see how those character rankings go, but we just wanted to give you an update because we are like at the end of this particular showrunner and it felt a little bit, you know, important to do it here. Um, yes. So shall we get into the feedback next? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that I do want to bring up is we had some feedback both from uh, Jennifer and from Tom Palmer about their thoughts in relation to how um, PC and Jen work as a couple. Uh, They both feel as though that they do work as a couple. Jennifer said they're the best actors on the show, and when they're in scenes together, it works. I think it would have worked just fine as a couple or even as scene partners on the regular, if that's what the show wanted to do. Um, So we talked last episode about how, like, we didn't really think that they had chemistry, Um, but, um, there's a lot of people that, like, feel, Tom said, if they went six seasons and never explored this pairing, we would have always wondered why they did not. I don't mind the pairing in terms of, like, building some sort of a relationship. I just think they don't have a ton of chemistry romance-wise. Like, Mm -hmm. I think a friendship is great. Like, yeah, of course, I like the... uh, That's the great part about an ensemble cast is that you do get different pairings, different connections, that type of thing. But in a teen drama... The, the thing that always happens is that they always hook everybody up at one point or another. And that to me, mm-hmm. is just feels unnecessary at certain points, you know? 
Yeah, like I think that I think I agree with Tom. Like if they never explored it, then I would have been like, oh, like how would that have worked out? And I feel as though I think that it's a true statement that they are the two best actors on the show and that they Mm -hmm. should have more scenes together. I think like the fact that they never really interacted was um, kind of a travesty because it's like, why not? It's 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 kind of like I want to see them more and more group different people together and yeah. not be the same combination. So um, is this a match made in heaven? No, like I don't think that this is yeah. like something that I would, you know, ship um, as the kids say. Uh, but um, I am glad that we got it. Um, I have an email from Stefan in regards to Jack. We're at, we're wondering where Jack is. Yeah. Um, he suspects that Kerr Smith was missing due to filming Final Destination. Oh, okay. Yes. I don't remember Kerr Smith and Final Destination, but I definitely watch Final Destination. So next time I see it, then I shall. Should we do that movie at some point? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Wait, what year is Final Destination? Oh, it's definitely. I mean, if he was off filming it, it has to be in the 90s, right? Um, I love. Have you ever seen? Oh, it's 2000 rats. Who cares? This is what we need to do, though. Like, we should ask the listeners, would they like if we did a month where the bonus content was from the 2000s? Yeah, or like um, like uh, actors adjacent to yeah, our we shows could, that we cover. We could do, yeah, we could I do. I think s- that's fine. I think so, too. I, I think we're very um, strict with ourselves, but I feel like that would be Are you scared to watch Final Destination? I think I've seen, I've seen at least one of them. I don't know which one I've seen. Have you mm-hmm. seen it? Uh, uh, I've seen all the Final okay. Destinations. So whichever one I saw was the one with, spoiler warning if you, if you don't want to know about Final Destination, um, the one I saw was the one where they're driving on the highway and there's a truck with logs on it. Yeah, that's not the first one. The first one is Airplane. Okay, I don't know if I've seen that one. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's arguably the best. So okay. we'll have to watch it. Um, uh, I, An email from Dirtbag Kelly uh, can we explain why everyone is going to Graham's for Thanksgiving? Because Graham's is giving. I think it's because, think about the Learys. They're too awkward to, like, hold an entire conversation by themselves at a Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, Andy and Jack, their dad is out of town. Um, Pacey wants to be anywhere but his own house. And Joey and Bessie apparently don't know how to cook and their kitchen is broken. So, <laughs> so stupid. There you go. Um, second question. Will we ever meet Pacey's mom? I sure hope so. I, I think so, it could. Too. I think it's still happening this season. Okay. Shh, maybe. I mean, I like, I think that was one of my predictions. I think it's happening. Okay. We we got like a reference to her kind of like he yeah. said about he said the witter women. Something um, about, like, he, she makes the turkey and then his dad calls it dry or something like that, too. So we got, like, a reference to his mom, which is, like, a step More further than we've ever gotten <laughs> yeah. before. Um, November 24th, 1999, by the way. We're almost out of, we're almost in the 2000s. Can you believe it? I know. What? Um, and then we have a voicemail from Kimme, our friend right. Kimme. I'm sorry I said it like that. That was really awkward. Hey, Sarah and Jess. So quickly, three things I would do with 24 hours to live. Simple. One, three hours making gratitude videos for all the people who meant the world to me. You know, friends, family, Oprah, Beyonce, and Pacey Witter. Two, rent a private jet with my favorite people, eating the most expensive food and wearing the most expensive clothes. Three, arrive outside of Oprah's house and spend my last few hours seeing if she will interview me 
while we drink and dance to Beyonce, Lizzo, show tunes, yes, and Adele. Yes. A few overall thoughts about episode eight. One, Michelle Williams is a star. So why doesn't Jen get more storylines, you ask? Well, in the Dawson's Creek book, it said one writer wanted to pitch more Jen-centered storylines, but the network executive said, I don't care about that chipmunk cheek cunt. What? Right. Production of the show was shut down shortly thereafter, so there's that. Two, Dawson is insufferable while speaking to Jen's mom. Yeah. What makes him think he can just walk up to a grown woman he has never met and just demand answers and give advice? He hasn't told Jen or tried to find wandering Eastern Seaboard Eve, but he feels perfectly comfortable talking to this woman. Can you imagine? Ugh. Also, I discovered my hatred of Dawson's hair is directly correlated to how annoying he's being. <laughs> for example, while he was giving thanks for his friends and family, I'm like, hey, Dawson doesn't look so bad. But while he is sticking his nose in Grunfeld's business, I'm like, ew, look at those stiff, crusty, cascading banks. Three, Joey's a queen. She's an amazing friend to Andy, Jen, Dawson, and Pacey this episode, all while dealing with the holiday without any parents. I love her so much. Anyway, we made it. And you know what? I didn't really hate this episode. So winning all around. Good stuff starts next week. Talk to you guys soon. Have a lovely, amazing week. You too. Okay. Wins, wins, wins. I okay. Love why do you Kimmy. think his bangs are so crusty? Do we even want to ask that question? His bangs are like very like PC. Like they're like his bangs are like very something about Mary. <gasps> oh yes, yes. That you're right. You're right. He was walking his dog right before he did. Ew, this, okay, so we're going over the line. <laughs> Also, I love Kimmy. Can I spend my your last twenty four hours with you? Because that is like I was pretty much say. the same thing that I want to do. Beyonce is my favorite. Showtunes is my favorite. Adele is my favorite. Lizzo, come on now. Um, I want to go eat fancy food on a plane and go to Oprah. Like, when can I do this? There was a time where on my way home from work, I believe this was like pre COVID days. On my way home from yeah. work, literally every day I would put on the same like five Adele songs in like jam out on my oh, way home. Oh, you like Adele since when? Oh, sorry, not Adele. Lizzo. But I do like Adele. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck I, I also like Adele. Um, uh, Kimmy, send me your, like, favorite songs from all of your yeah. favorite artists. Honestly, because I want to know because we have very similar Kimmy's last couple hours on this, or was it 24 hours is what we said? 24. Kimmy's last 24 hours sounds kind of ideal and like I want to be on yeah. that jet with her because it sounds okay. amazing. But then Stefan wrote in and said that he wants to spend his last 24 hours helping people and look at us. We're fucking assholes. I never like, said I was a selfless person. I, I never claimed that. He said there's nothing I want to do that I can get done in 24 hours. So let's call it a wash and help people. I feel like. And then listen, meanwhile, I'm like, you and me are like, let's have sex on the plane to Paris. Like, what is wrong with us? That's helping people. That's helping. Helping me and the person and my husband. <laughs> We're so embarrassing. Listen, it's your last 24 hours. In those last 24 hours, how much can you realistically do to help people? Donate all your money to charity. That's what you could do. I would take the extra money that I have that I'm not spending to going to Paris or Rome or wherever I'm going and donate it to charity. Now I'm selfless. You're welcome. Okay. If any charity wants the $1.52 <laughs> I have in my bank account, it's all yours, baby. Well, I guess the question is, though, if, if am I dying in 24 hours? Because, like, I want to leave that money to my husband, though. Or is it like, everybody know. dying? 
I don't, I don't think we specified last 24 oh hours. then no I'm, I'm sorry I'm not giving the money to charity he needs it more <laughs> that's so nice of you I know um, thank you for your feedback to all of our friends. You can send us in feedback at Shit90spot on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you want, you can send in your thoughts via voicemail on our website, www.shit90spot.com. We love voicemails. Also, yeah, it's nice to hear voicemails. everybody's voices. Like, I kind of like, you don't really think about what anybody would sound like. But like, Kimmy yeah. sounds like someone we could hang with. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, we can hang out with anybody we could hang We're out very with any personable people <laughs> i feel the need to like justify that to people we are very friendly um i mean yes. kind of friendly we kind of you don't think we're very friendly you'd use kind of friendly i feel like we're very friendly people not to strangers you know then we're not friendly we have to be friendly to everybody I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm kind of friendly to strangers. Anyway. Kind of friendly. Um, next episode is lab- is called, oh my God, the title of next episode is For yeah. to Tango. What do you think it's going to be? Yeah. Like? Well, okay. I got to be honest with you. I watched ahead. <gasps> I had to. No, I know. We are So we are recording ahead because I'm going to be on vacation. So you won't feel it beyond you had to get your feedback in quicker if you want it to be read. But we are recording this tomorrow, the day we're recording this. It's going to be the next day when we record. So Sarah already watched it. So you can't do any yeah. guesses. I got to tell you, okay. it's pretty spectacular. <gasps> Yay. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. So that's exciting. I hope I didn't just blow everybody's eardrums out with my screeching. Um, that's very exciting. I can't wait. I might watch it tonight. I'm like too excited now. I'm like revved you up. You should. You should. Well, I mean, you have to watch it tonight. Okay. Like, when I are will. You gonna, we're gonna, well, I could watch it tomorrow you, morning. I yeah yeah. But very. Amazing. I'm very excited. It's um. Amazing. You can, honestly, you can feel a tonal shift right oh, away. Yes. And it looks better. I don't know why. It's like they got like they got like better cameras oh, i don't know i don't know what it's happened. not it hd because girl it looks really good huh i don't know um i don't know it's like a new era it's like when you step out of your house in oz and it's in color it's like that okay i see it well i'll see it i guess soon but should we do fashion hour because it's time for the fashion of the hour yeah, yeah. Uh, why do you look disappointed i just wanted to talk about oz some more i'm sorry what <laughs> We're not talking about Oz right now. Anyway. They announced the Wicked cast, and I've been very into Wicked today. Okay, well, tell the people, and then have them tweet at you about Wicked, because I don't know Ari, anything about Wicked. The only Ariana. thing I know about Wicked is um, that Defying Gravity song. It's You're going to like it. I'm excited for you to watch it. Maybe we is can it watch gonna it be, together. Wait, is it going to be on one of the streaming services? No, it's going to be in theaters. Oh. How are we going to watch it together, then? When is it coming out? I don't know, Jessica. You and I can get together like normal humans. When is it coming out, though? Anymore. It's coming out soon? I, they, I don't even think it filmed yet. Oh, my. You just got me all excited for nothing. <laughs> Good news. I don't okay, know what go. that's about. Okay. Anyway, back it's to the fashion hour. A wicked thing. <sighs> anyway, Rachel Green Award, uh, most 90s outfit. First up, Dawson in his new sweater vest. Oh, my God. It's his, can you believe it's his new sweater? It's his new sweater. Look at his new sweater. It's dirty brown, um, and it has a red and a beige stripe across the front. We love neutrals in the 90s. And, of course, I had to choose this outfit because he's wearing, like, what color would you call this? It's, it's a brown but, like, a tan brown, like a chocolate brown, like a lighter chocolate, like a milk chocolate brown, maybe. <laughs> um, corduroy pants. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I love Dawson's new sweater. 
Yeah. Um, Dawson loves getting a new sweater. I wonder, like, he went to, like, the JCPenney and he got this new sweater with his, like, video store money and has, like, two stripes. He's like, oh, I love my new sweater. It looks so good. <laughs> and then he, like, did his hair. He's like, oh, like, I feel really good with my new hair, dude. I'm going to ruin some lives today. <laughs> what is this Dawson impression happening? I got my pants oh, on. Oh, my God. Real good. Going to... <laughs> Why is my parents so happy? Um, I love Dawson in his new sweater. Next up, I did. Um, I have Mrs. What's her name? Helen. Helen, Helen Lindley. Lindley. Um, she is wearing like a dress suit situation. <laughs> I don't really yeah, know what you call it. And skirt. Yeah, it's navy blue. It goes down a little past the knees, so it's really not saucy at all. And it's very like straight down. And then she's wearing a jacket that matches. Um, she has on, a, of course, the pearls and matching pearl earrings. We got to talk about this Which, hair because the this pearl shit's earrings were not like offered to Jennifer. They were not. And they match. So what the hell? Um, And then she has her hair in. Is this like a French twist? Yeah, it's a French twist. And she has like the ringlets along the side, kind of like framing the face. Her hair looked very nice. She yeah, was the most well-dressed person at this party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, what's, what about my sweater? It's really new. <laughs> I looked my sweater. I'm a teenager. I don't have money to buy sweaters. It's not my place to tell you, but you're ruining lives. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you have premarital sex and have a daughter that's a psychopath? Um, She crashed my daddy's boat. (laughs) Last last but not least, I picked Joey. Um, She's wearing kind of like a paisley red dress that looks very summery honestly it does not look very fall um and then she's wearing some kind of weird ass sweater over top of it that had like these weird embroidery thingies coming off of it it's like a gray color and her hair is just you know the normal parted and almost the middle and boring but anyway joy my parents got divorced (laughs) but that's a really nice dress that you have but let's do some teenager shit oh my god yeah like it's a nice dress Uh she looks she looks very pretty because she's um freaking katie holmes of course she can wear a bag and she'll look pretty exactly so who do you think is the most 90s here i think that i'm the winner of the version of boards because my new sweater my new sweater looks so good new sweater It's my brand new sweater. Congratulations, Dawson. You're getting a point for that sweater. Love it. Uh, On to the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. First up, I picked Jack here because he has a gradient sweater. It is light (gasps) Um, blue at the top. Ombre realness. Ombre realness. Dark blue at the bottom. And like a very like casual like gray pant. Um, He has a black t-shirt on underneath. And he's ro- I, ever since he changed his hairstyle, I've been like, you know what, Jack? You're doing it. You are doing it. Hey, he's, Jack's hot. Uh, I like this sweater. I do this too. is a new sweater, people. It's a new sweater. He bought it just for this looks, occasion. He looks great. Yeah. Yes. Um, He definitely... Got this sweater, not at the JCPenney, maybe at the Macy's, yep. maybe at the Nordstrom's. Yeah. Um, love this sweater. His hair looks good, like his pants. And we're last up here, we have Pacey. This is his shopping attire with Jen. He's wearing what looked to be some type of cargo pants. But the main reason I chose it was because I thought this jacket, which is like a slate gray, like kind of fancier zip up jacket, I thought was like a really nice jacket for Pacey to have. Yeah, it's really nice. I love his brand new jacket. He probably got it 
not the JC Penny Marshalls. No, you like, I mean, like, Paisley looks really nice. Uh, this is a nice little fall jacket. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would be cold. And he's wearing jeans. Uh, Pacey looks good, but I want to give it to the ombre vision. Mr. Ombre, Jack himself. Congratulations to the boys, Dawson and Jack, for your fashion awards today. Look at you. Look at you. Amazing. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're brand new outfits. Linda Evangelista. You got to shop for your Thanksgiving attire. Um, let's see. What else? What else do we have going on this month, Sarah? Yeah, um, we have released our first um, movie coverage for Julia Roberts Appreciation Month. Mm -hmm. We went over Notting Hill with um, Deidre from the PSR Discord. We had fun there. Later this month, we're covering Runaway Bride with Kurz um, from, uh, well, I've podcasted with Kurz through Wombat Water. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very fun. Excited for that. And then later this month, we are getting together, having another slumber party yes. and recording a podcast together. Um, the It's still like the poll's still up and running, but I think that the Felicity crew is working double-double to push it through. Dirtbag Kelly is going to be very pleased. Yes, Dirtbag Kelly is leading the force and honestly, if we if Felicity doesn't win, I'm very afraid for our podcast. Everybody's going to revolt, I think. I'm I'm deathly afraid. So, <laughs> uh check check that out. Um and yeah, that's what's going on with us. Um, we, you can, like I said, you can catch us at Shit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can send us emails or voicemails. We love hearing um, from you. Leave us a review. Yeah. Leave us a rating. It helps yeah, people five find stars. the podcast. Be nice. Yes. Um, yeah. You can also listen to me. Be thankful <laughs> that this is free. Yes. Um, entertainment. <laughs> exactly. Um, and if you want to call us idiots, then... What? Just, Who's calling us idiots? I don't. I don't know. Okay. I just. I'm sorry. Don't call us idiots. Don't. Please don't. That would be not okay. very nice to do. You shouldn't call anybody just... names. Um. Yes. And you can find me also uh, on Community Building and on the Succession Podcast over at Post Show Recaps. Go give those a listen. They're a fun time. And you can find me on Twitter at the Just Sterling. I don't tweet like a ton, a ton, but uh, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes I get in a tweeting mood. Um, and as always, you can find us at your 90s pod. Uh, this is amazing. I'm really excited to get into the next episode. I'm going to watch it later tonight because now I'm extra stoked. <gasps> Maybe yeah. I'll watch it in the bath. That sounds very relaxing. Oh, wow. Do do yeah. All right. Well, you know, happy Thanksgiving in a few weeks. If you're Canadian, <laughs> I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, like, like the, like the, the, the bunny says that's all folks. The bunny? That's a pig. Oh. He goes, that's all, folks. <laughs> I thought the bugs did it. No, it's Porky Pig. Oh my like gosh. the pig says, that's all, folks. Bye, everybody. Shit 90 Shows taught me. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.